0: This is the Maternity Matters Podcast from Riley Children's Health. Discussions to help you along the journey from the first trimester to your child's first year. Hi everyone, Gabby Reith-Miller here from the Riley social media team. And today we're talking about C-sections and what a family might expect if perhaps you're scheduled for one or the potential is there that your delivery may end up going the C-section route. And to talk about that today, I'm joined by one of our labor and delivery nurses, Peggy. Thank you so much for being with us today. Can you give us just a quick uh, overview of your time at Riley and what you've been doing with patients there?
1: Hi, I'm Peggy. I am a registered nurse. I've been in labor and delivery at Methodist and now Riley as a registered nurse for three years. I have also worked a part of the team as a secretary and a tech for almost 10 years total combined experience. So I've had a lot of good um, experiencing witnessing birth in all kinds of forms, particularly as we
0: discuss C-sections today. Great. Well, I'm so glad to have your insight and hear a little bit more of what what you've seen and everything like that. So just to start off, if someone maybe is listening to this and they don't know that much about a C-section, perhaps, you know, they haven't had a friend go through it or anything like that, but it may be in their future. Can you give us just a quick overview of what this is, right? What the C-section involves when you're at the hospital? Sometimes uh, moms have to have C-sections for
1: various reasons, so if this is the case, it is going to be a birth that takes place in the operating room or the OR. We are lucky and fortunate to have a amazing team of experts that would be a part of the delivery process, and the end goal, as with any delivery, healthy mom, healthy baby, there's still a lot of things that get to take place the same as would for a labor, uh, vaginal delivery, um, just in the OR setting, and it is a surgery. Um,
0: yeah, I think that about covers it. Okay, great. And so if a patient knows that their doctor perhaps has mentioned the potential for a C-section, what are some reasons that a mom may have to undergo this type of procedure to deliver a baby?
1: A couple of reasons can be if they're Baby is not positioned correctly. The most common position would be the breech position where the baby is feet first instead of head first. Um, another reason could be a maternal condition, um, something in mom's health that just a vaginal delivery isn't the best delivery for them based on some condition that mom may have. Um, a couple other reasons when they're more emergent or in a um, fast. Um, unplanned reason would be um, if there is a uh, my mind is blinking. I'm so sorry. if The baby's cord would happen to be compressed in a fashion that is causing the baby' heart rate to decelerate, and we need to get them back to the o r to get baby out safely. Another reason for a C-section could be the placenta, if the placenta is not in the correct
0: place. Okay, good to know. And also glad to hear that we have that expert team at the ready if there is some kind of emergency uh, during that labor process. And so many moms and and parents-to-be have probably heard of Hey, you know, if you're going through vaginal birth, you can get an epidural at this point, or this is pain management. What is the preparation like with a C-section, right? Because a mom may not be, if it's a scheduled C-section, for instance, in the, you know, really painful portion of contractions or anything like that, but they still need some kind of anesthetic and things like that for the procedure. So how do you prepare a patient to go into the OR and actually undergo this? Um, There's a couple different
1: anesthesias anesthesia types that um, may occur for a C-section. If it's a scheduled procedure, most majority of patients would have a spinal anesthesia. That is where a medication is injected into the space in your lower back, and that will numb you from about the chest down. So you should not feel any pain during the procedure. You would mostly feel pressure. Um, similar to pressure that you can feel even during a vaginal delivery with an epidural. So if you are in the labor course and you have an epidural and for whatever reason, you have to go back to the OR for a C-section, you are able to get that medication in the same space or similar space through the epidural that's already in place. And you would be able to be awake during your procedure. I think that's one of the, the common things people are curious. You can be awake during the C-section. And the majority of our patients are awake and able to hear their baby cry when it is born.
0: Yeah, I know that's such a special moment for parents to be aware and, and able to witness that. And then is there a chance for a parent to hold the baby at all or like, you know, see face-to-face the baby after delivery uh, in the OR?
1: Absolutely. And we
0: do our best to, um, once
1: all of the deliveries at Riley, the NICU team attends. So there is a special care team for babies. I'm sure everyone's aware at Riley, um, which is part of the neonatal intensive care unit. And they come to all of our scheduled and unscheduled cesarean deliveries. So they're there just to make sure that baby's okay. So oftentimes once baby comes out, Mom can hear them cry. We even usually try to like lift them over the drape or to the side. And then um, the NICU team will evaluate just to make sure baby's okay. And then as long as everything's okay and mom is doing okay, we will bring the baby right to mom
0: and her support person. Okay, gotcha. And just to give a little bit more of that medical side of things, a C-section is you know, major surgery for, for a mom. Um, so I mean, the incision is made in the abdomen, of course, baby comes out from there. And then as the baby's getting checked, mom is getting to meet baby. That's when our doctors and nurses continue to be at work, kind of stitching everything up and making sure mom is okay. Is that kind of the, the process there?
1: Yes, that is correct. Usually, um, generally majority of our patients have a very small incision. They kind of, Commonly refer to it as the bikini cut. So it's under your bikini line on your abdomen. So it's not generally visible um, if you're still wanting to wear a bikini after you deliver. And um, it's pretty small. And then inside, there's an incision on your uterus. And once the baby's delivered, they are going to work on getting you sewn back up both internally and then finally externally.
0: Okay, great. And then what is that recovery like once mom and baby are moved, you know, to the mother baby unit where they're, you know, recovering and getting to know each other? Um are mom's restricted and how they can move? Are there things they need to be mindful of to protect that incision? Generally
1: speaking, once the procedure is finished, a mom will go to the recovery room for about 2 hours. And then um, during that recovery, we'll work on making sure that mom is stable. Um, One thing that does happen during the procedure is a fully catheter is inserted. And that is a catheter that stays in your bladder just to help decompress it during the surgery. Since your organs in that area, especially when you're pregnant, are all kind of combined and squished together. So it's just a safety precaution that. We do. And so that catheter stays in place for, we try to make it no longer than eight hours. So mom will immediately following not be getting out of bed to go to the bathroom. Um, You're still usually pretty numb afterwards for up to 12, maybe 15 hours. Every mom is different on how long it takes for them to get up first for the first time and get to the bathroom um, a couple other things we do to protect that incision is there's usually a bandage over it and then um, an abdominal binder that kind of helps hold everything together when you do get up for the first time and then subsequent times following. But we do like our moms to get up and get moving as soon as they can after surgery.
0: Yeah, definitely. And a question I've had some of my friends you know, ask or wonder about is, let's say you have an emergency section or even a scheduled one, does that mean that any subsequent pregnancies uh, will require a C-section or do you ever see moms who maybe had a C-section with their first and are able to do a vaginal delivery with the next pregnancy?
1: We definitely are able to do what we call a trial of labor after cesarean. That decision needs to be made between the provider and the patient. Oftentimes, moms that are able to have a successful VBAC, which is a vaginal delivery after cesarean, is because their C-section was due to something with baby, either baby's position or their intolerance to labor the first time. The, The physician and or provider would discuss that process with the patient ahead of time to know what kind of delivery is safest for them and baby.
0: Okay. But I'm sure it's good to hear for people there that. It is a possibility depending oh, on your, yeah. On your medical situation. Yep. So that's awesome to hear. And is there, as we kind of wrap up here, is there anything yeah. else you want a, a family, a mom to be, to know if she's nervous about a C-section, just because you've been able to be a part of many throughout, you know, your time at Riley and Methodist, um, just about the yeah. whole experience.
1: I think I think moms sometimes tend to be very nervous about going into the OR, which is very understanding. It can be overwhelming. There's lots of people moving around you, lots of things happening. We try to do this procedure as quickly and efficiently and safely as possible. So I would just recommend just to, to remind yourself that this is not a procedure anyone takes lightly we have a team of experts that are always available and at the ready to help make this procedure as smooth
0: and as memorable as possible. That is great to know. Well, Peggy, thank you so much for just allowing us to learn a little bit more about how this all works. And I really hope this helps any family out there who may have questions leading up to the big day of delivery.
1: Oh, yeah. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it.